What is going on, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Rad podcast. My name is Chad, and this week we were joined by two-thirds of an awesome band called Skyward Story. So Skyward Story is an awesome trio pop-punk band based out of Baltimore, Maryland, they're super fun, really cool. I mean, their entire focus when they're writing music is literally just to get people to bop, is what they said. So I'm pretty pumped. These guys are really, really fun. I was joined this time around by Brandon as well as Aaron. And it was just really fun to to talk with these guys. I'm excited for you guys to hear a little bit more about their story and their journey. And it's it's actually really, really freaking awesome. But before all of that, remember to go hit them up on social media the day right now today their new ep- their new album dropped so go check that out save it on spotify save it on apple music play the heck out of it share the heck out of it and give them some love on social media and you know while you're at it you can also follow the beyond red podcast page but without further ado let's just jump right on in so uh first off thank you for joining me on the podcast i uh, i'm always i'm always stoked i i found you guys through um alternative press posted something sharing about your new music video and i was like all right let me check these guys out and i was pretty pumped i really like the sound oh thank you that's exciting to hear yeah yeah i mean it's it's always exciting to be on alternative press that's that's pretty huge so that's pretty fantastic definitely a first for us (laughs) so so just as an introduction, tell tell us a little bit about yourselves. I guess since we got two of you, that's all, that's even better. A um, little bit about yourselves and then a little bit about the band. Well, I am Aaron O'Connor. I am the singer of Skyward Story. Uh, I like I like to think of myself as the blondest one in the group. <laughs> that's just me. It's an opinion, but also a fact. <laughs> um, I'm Brandon. I'm the drummer. And I like to think of myself as the strongest one in the band. Is that opinion or fact? (laughs) (laughs) More opinions than are also facts. Okay, perfect, perfect. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about the band. His name is Scott, and he's the tallest one of the band. Oh, okay. So everyone has their has their one their one thing that that they're the best at. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Perfect, perfect. So tell us a little bit about the band. I um obviously there's quite a story there in terms of of the full band story, but, um, but tell us a little bit about Skyward Story. Yeah. Well, Skyward Story was a band that was formed from the brainchild of Brandon. Uh, it was a pre it was under a previous name for a long time. But, uh, when I joined the band, we decided to scrap that and start over again with Skyward Story. We're a pop rock band. We like to keep good vibes. Uh, we like to not really, we like to keep our music kind of happy, you know? Yeah, you for sure. You can do with the family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> so I know that it used to be, it used to be 3 PM, right? And then you guys changed to, to Skyward Story, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I guess when, uh, when that change happened, what inspired the change to, uh, to start fresh? Well, really, so we we found Aaron and he joined and we were writing the new music, right? And it was just turning out way different than what we used to be and to the point where it really wasn't the same thing. Yeah. 
invented anymore. And we, in, in a good, in a good way, we were obviously yeah, for sure. and are extremely happy with it. And so we kind of thought it was a good idea to, to start fresh in that department. So we wouldn't have this old music and this new music being so conflicting. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, so you guys are, uh, prepping to release your first LP, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. uh so the day that this air the, the day that this episode is going to go live is the day that you released your EP. So or your oh. your LP. So that's the 18th of January, right? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. So let's let's talk about that that album. I I'm always stoked to hear about debut albums and this is this sounds like it's going to be a really good one cuz you've pre-released two songs thus far. So let's just talk uh, about we, the album. We already have and we already have uh, six five. of five. Like, is this it? <laughs> six. Oh, really? We have, six of, we have over half the album released, actually. Oh, okay. So those so those singles that are that are available are part of that. Yep, those are all part of the upcoming album. Oh, okay. I just saw that there was like in the I guess on the actual album like um, pre-release section, there was only two songs on there on on iTunes, but or on Apple Music. Sorry, but uh, oh, really? but cool. Yeah, because it, it doesn't show the full album. I don't know. It was a weird. Yeah, that's just a, <laughs> it's a whole metadata thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just funky with with Apple Music, I'm sure. But uh, so let's let's talk about the album. Um, you guys obviously you started writing songs. You said it was way different than you used to do. So talk about kind of how how you guys started writing and how you kind of came up with the direction you're going to go. Well, I guess I'll say that um, pre Aaron. Uh, the pre-Aaron era um, it was kind of uh, me and Scott's first experience being in a band oh, in, okay. in our whole life so you know you have to what do they say I, there's this whole Dave Grohl quote I wish I could have pulled right out of my ass right now but I can't <laughs> um, basically like you know you gotta get with your friends and you gotta suck for a couple of years <laughs> that's, that's what you have to do and then you kind of find you find yourself you find your style and and you cultivate your ability. <laughs> so by the time this album was rolling around, we found, we found Aaron too. Like we were just much better songwriters, much better performers and musicians. And, and we really knew what we wanted to do instead of being like, Oh, our favorite band is Lincoln 82 and writing songs <laughs> like that, you know, it was, yeah. in, in, in every aspect of how a band can be, we really were just evolved. Yeah. And that's why everything it sounds so different and for a good reason. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's pretty cool though, because it's almost it's almost convenient that you were able to get that early stage out of the way under a separate name, yeah. and then now you're releasing a full debut album that's going to be like completely polished, which is super sick. Right, exactly. I don't regret the old stuff at all. You have you have to go through it, and I'm happy we did. <laughs> yeah, it's a learning experience. I mean, you guys you guys had a pretty good run though through your previous band, Thank right? <laughs> I mean, you guys, yeah. were, you, you played warp Tour for a bit as well, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like it was bad. It was just a, a, a... No, not at all. Right. You're now in a new direction. That's cool, though. So, um, so how did, I guess, how did the transition happen to getting Aaron added to the band and how the, how everything kind of came together there? So, uh, Scott and I found ourselves singerless and... You know, we very much still want to do this for the rest of our life. And so we're like, all right, we got to find someone who is as dedicated and motivated and, you know, hardworking as we are to, to do this pretty impossible thing, right? Yeah. So 
we took to the internet <laughs> and we, we, our search was definitely nationwide. We didn't care where someone was from as long as they were willing to truly do this. Yeah, and for sure. We, we went through Vines, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, every, anything that someone might be like, might put themselves out, out there on. And we ended up finding Aaron pretty late in our series. We were getting pretty desperate here. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott typed on Twitter. He typed, Hashtag singer. Like, we were like, God damn it, we need a singer. <laughs> so hashtag singer on Twitter. And it had just so happened that not five minutes earlier, some random person, I don't even know if Aaron, but some random person had tweeted one of his singing vines of him singing a Breaking Benjamin song um, with the hashtag, hashtag singer. And so <laughs> it came up to us. And so we got to think, like, there's some kind of, stars aligning for that right yeah, like, for sure chances that seriously it, it's kind of wild and so we found him we contacted him he's from he's from um georgia originally oh okay who knows and we're from baltimore so it's like 10 hours about a 10 hour drive yeah and so but we had we were happened to be um traveling through anyway we were promoting on uh, i think a blink today two tour or something we were just following and promoting and we were coming through atlanta so we met up with aaron for the first time and he wasn't creepy. Didn't kill us. So <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> he came up to Baltimore and vice versa. And, vice versa, and he, he met our manager and, and we kind of got to play, got to jam at that time with all, all of our equipment, stuff like that. Yeah. And it kind of just, you know, clicked right away to the point where he then dropped out of college, quit his job, got out of the lease and moved up to Baltimore. Just on that. <laughs> Dude, that's, <laughs> see, that's, that. that's some cojones right there, man. That's, that's it's definitely honestly, all in. Yeah, it, it, yeah, respect. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's what, we, that's what we wanted and that's what we needed. We needed someone who was willing to do stuff like that. And there he was. Dude, that's that's impressive. That's super cool. So I mean you guys you guys are uh how old are you guys? Like uh the average I, I guess. I, the, uh, I bring up the average but um Aaron and Scott are twenty one. I Brandon I'm twenty seven. Oh, okay. So there's that. <laughs> well I if it counts I'm still older than all of you, so I'm just 28 though. So it's not that much older than, than Brandon, but still, <laughs> but yeah, like that's, that's cool though. Like that, I mean, that's, that's a really formative age right there at 21 to like make that decision. It's like, the cool thing is you guys are, are dedicated enough to make it work. And with that dedication, it seems like you guys are, are pretty, pretty like hardcore with like social media and like really good at connecting with, with people. Cause it, it seems yeah, like you're, you're really good at building up that kind of like following of, of people and, and being authentic on, on social media from what I've seen. Um, is that, is that a pretty big part of your, of like your, I guess, plan or strategy yeah, as a band? Um, we, we like to, we're pretty heavy on the DIY and the grassroots stuff. That's awesome. We kind of have to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'd, I'd love to be picked up by like, and go on tour with like a famous artist and blow up like that. But, Banking on that's not a not a very good plan. Yeah, <laughs> until that happens, we're kind of doing it ourselves. Well, that's cool though. So, how did you guys? I mean, you you start you find Aaron, everything starts to kind of fall into place that way in terms of determining how the band is going to be lined up and how things are going to roll forward. Were you able to to kind of pick up where you left off, or has it been a pretty big struggle getting back to it? There was, we definitely jumped off a tiny cliff um, because, and you know, in, in hindsight, it, it didn't handle it the best way. But you know, 
who's experienced in doing something like this. <laughs> um, so what had happened was we, we kept all of our social media and just changed the handles. Now, we made the name change a surprise. <laughs> and I think, and I think all of a sudden people were seeing this other band name on their timeline. Like, who the F is this? Like, why do I follow them? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so maybe we should have let up yeah, a little bit. But it's okay. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people realize, like, oh, I know you guys used to be 3 p.m., right? And so we had that for a long time. Yeah. And we, you know, we didn't lose too much. And obviously, have since uh, gained much more than we lost. It was just, I think, a necessary evil to do what we had to do. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make the transition, you've got to transition either way. I mean, surprising people may yeah. not be the most efficient, but it's, it's, a, it's a way, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> exactly. So how did you guys come up with Skyward Story? How did, like, was it just kind of random or how did you guys come up with the name? Well, we were being forced to check now. <laughs> uh, so we uh, had to make a name change and we were just trying to think of, like, right. something catchy. We knew we wanted we needed, to. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, thinking of something with, you know, some pizzazz. Yeah. Like some alliteration. And, uh. <laughs> We had already, we were writing down words that we liked just by themselves. The story was one of them. And then we were listening to uh, uh, Guts by All Time Low. Oh, okay. And the first line of that song was shooting for the stars. And we're like, wait, hold up. <laughs> hold on one second. Shooting for the stars. That's inspirational. Let's find something that kind of goes with that. And so we were thinking of just random words that meant up or in the air. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, lo and behold. Going to synonym.com, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Skyward was one of them. And we were like, oh, hold up one second again. And then we saw a story. We're like, Skyward story. Ooh. That's <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. And, um. That's literally how it happened. That's fantastic. <laughs> do any of you play like, do any of you play video games? Cause it, it, like when I first saw it, like the first Skyward, thing, that, you're going to say legend of Zelda. I swear to God. <laughs> yes. I, I really am. I'm a super nerd and I love video games. And literally like when I first saw Skyward, the only other place that I've seen Skyward as like a title of something was Skyward yeah, sword. Right? right. And so that's what See, that made, was another like, huge benefit of it is that like there really is nothing with that kind of name yeah, like, we oh for sure as a whole which is crazy we wanted it to stick out that's cool. See, I, I always love like it's funny how how names kind of come about. Most most times like when people whenever I've talked to people I'm like they they always just kind of talk about like oh that band name is so cool. I wonder how they came up with it. I'm like I'm sure they just literally like threw things on the wall and saw what stuck, you know, cause it's, it's such oh, a, yeah. it's such a random process. It's not like when you're writing a song and like pulling things together and it's coming up with a band name typically is what you guys were doing where it's like, Oh, that sounds cool. And then it just kind of moves forward yeah, from yeah. there. <laughs> oh yeah. That's awesome. So I guess, uh, I mean with the new album releasing, I, I'm 2019 is probably gonna be a pretty big year for you guys. What are kind of the plans for the year? Well, we're starting off the year with a couple of tours, which is pretty exciting. Heck yeah. Oh, I saw one of the tours the over there in the, the Midwest area or the, I guess, East. Yeah, it was East, Eastern U.S. Yeah. So uh, we have another little something, something planned for March. Uh, <laughs> release. So don't tell no one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're definitely working on stuff. That's super cool. So, uh, I mean, sounds like you guys are just pushing all of your energy in the same direction. 
I'd say so. In a skyward direction. <laughs> Perfect. <Yeah. laughs> That's awesome. This is this is the point where you've built up a lot of steam. You're starting to see things uh, fall into place. How are you guys? Um, I guess getting yourselves out there even more. What's what's the plan? Are you are you just? I, I guess how do you find more and more fans? Is it is it through sharing a lot? How are you guys uh, building your fan base actively? Well, that's always the struggle. Truly, um, we do have a lot of things we do that have had some success. But one of the big ones is, as I said before, when we were met Aaron the first time, we like to go to uh, more famous artist shows and and, and promote to the line. I'm, I'm sure you've seen that, like at Warped Tour and stuff. Yeah, we we kind of took it to a new level where we, we will just go to any show, <laughs> any <laughs> show at all. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, hey, you're a story. Hey, you're a story. Just kind of get people to follow. Sometimes we have CDs that, that people might want to buy off of. And just really put our face in their face. <laughs> that yeah. works really well. Um, another thing is pushing Spotify pretty hard. It's obviously the king of the platforms right now. And there are things you can do to try to get your song on Discover Weekly and get, get someone to, you know, across the country who would never have a way of finding you to stumble across your song. Yeah. And that's been pretty useful as well. Yeah, that's pretty powerful stuff when it comes to the internet. And uh, mm-hmm. with with what you guys have been doing, where is your is your fan base primarily there in Baltimore? Or is it is it pretty pretty well spread out? I mean, it's, it's gotten more Coast, spread. Yeah. It's definitely gotten more spread to the East Coast. We have kind of fans that will hit us up here and there, like some in California, which is cool. We're like, yeah, you know, we've had <laughs> we've had some fans from like Sweden say like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you got fans in Sweden or fans in Brazil, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's kind of cool. But um, definitely, I say the East Coast is our. Uh, largest market right now we most of our uh we, it's weird because like the people that come to our shows are like the younger crowds but we yeah. have a pretty large like 18 to 24 year old listener range according to our spotify analytics i don't yeah. know how true that is but it's nice to think about that we're hitting <laughs> a wider range of audiences well there's there's going to be that uh that discrepancy right there's gonna be the people who listen to your music who are just like i'd I'm not going to be able to go to the concert, but I like their music. And then it's typically the younger yeah. crowd that are, that are actually able to, you know, Oh, I've got enough money. Yeah, My yeah. parents will drive me. I'm good to go. I'll go to the concert. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense in my mind. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. As I've gotten older, it's been so difficult to just get to so many con like to get to all the concerts I want to go to. So I, I understand the difficulty there, but it's also like for me, a concert is a great way to show support. And I think it's cool what you guys are doing, going and supporting other bands while also, you know, sharing your and promoting your music because it's not such like a, an attention grab. It's more just like a, Hey, if you like this music, check us out too. Wanted to just introduce myself. I think that's kind of an authentic, yeah. natural way to, uh, to get people to at least give you a shot. Right. Yeah. And we've, uh, we've always we've always altered the way we do it too we've gotten to the point where we really just like we'll go to shows and just be like hey we're skyward story let's play you a song like do you want to follow us cool like we don't want to force people to do anything we just kind of want you know if you want to check us out hell yeah yeah dude for sure so when you guys when you guys are out like promoting and doing those things what what has been the most successful way to get people excited is it doing like little free acoustic pop-ups or what are you guys doing that's worked the best? Yeah, I think that's been the most like, have we done this? 
well, not the fact we're bringing the Christmas card to the line. Oh, like, I think that's yeah, yeah. the most buzz-worthy thing. We'll just go play one of our uh, 30 seconds of one of our songs. and Yeah. yeah. And if there's, like, a big tour that's, like, we have, like, a lot of shows we can follow. Like, we did 21 Pilots a couple of years ago, and that was, like, huge. Heck, um, yeah. We did that one across the country, and it was, like, we were able to hit, like, a lot of places. So, hopefully, when we need Yeah, you know, that's, and after that, we we played, we did a, a small tour and played in Connecticut, oh, yeah. where we had never been before. Yeah. And we'd only promoted there one time with the 21 Pilots concert. And we brought, like, 50 people to come see us. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> <So it was laughs> like, yeah, it was like it was like wow. Just from this one show we promoted at, just playing guitar into people online, sixty of them came out to see our show. That's <laughs> like, so cool. See, cool. that's yeah, and that's the thing is like like you were saying, you know, the grassroots. The the thing about a grassroots is it's it's natural, it's authentic, and right now I think is a really good time for the genre of music that you guys play, where it's kind of a bridge between pop punk and pop, just yeah. pop alternative right. music, and it allows for that bridge because. There's a there's a lot of potential for what you guys are doing and the music you're creating and I'm I'm actually really excited to see what 2019 brings. That's why I was asking kind of what your plans are. Yeah, we um I I think honestly like once this album is like released, we're gonna start writing new stuff like ASAP, like ASAP, <laughs> and we're gonna start releasing stuff ASAP because we're starting to see that uh really it's just about releasing the songs. Yeah, and, like not so much as just building up to you know this maybe releasing a song like two songs a year and then releasing this big album. I think we're just gonna release music because we just want to put songs out, you know. Yeah. So how many songs? Like, I guess how how are you guys able to do that? Because that's something that that's always uh, I feel like a difficulty for bands. You know, you're you're gonna be trying to tour. You're gonna be promoting. How are you guys gonna kind of balance that? I think it's something we have to figure out now. To be <laughs> honest. Um, you know, um, like if we're, we're not going to record a whole record at once, how and with who do we get into do these singles? You know, it's, um, I don't know. We have to, that's something we got to figure out. <laughs> but we might just we might just produce it ourselves. We might just do that ourselves. Yeah. Do you guys have a production get, background? No, but we've all been learning in the past year. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, we figured like if we're doing a DIY this far, might as well produce it. <laughs> Heck yeah! So maybe like yeah, just demo it up and just do like drums and vocals in the studio yeah. with somebody. I don't know. Get some nice. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go. But all we know right now is that we definitely want to get music out very quickly. So when it comes to producing the music on your own, are you guys? How do you? I guess is the distri- is distribution free when it comes to like all the Spotify and everything? Are you able to just upload it for free? Well, no. Um... Even if we, well, we're signed and, and our label does it through the orchard, but even independently, it's still, it's pretty cheap. You can get a single up for like 10 bucks through the various distributors like CD Baby or TuneCore and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So right now our, our label submits through the orchard and I, it might be free for them because they, you know, that's I'm a label sure. question. I actually don't know the answer. Yeah. To it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I just, I've, I've never dealt with any of that stuff. So that's why I was curious. Cause it's, uh, it's something new, like podcasting when i started doing this i had no clue any of the stuff and thank goodness for a site called anchor.fm that really just takes care of all of it for me <laughs> so so that's why i was curious and so when you guys uh when you plan on producing new music how consistently are you hoping to to put it out there i mean we'd like to have 
a few songs released by the end of the year, I'd say. For sure. I want I want one out by the summer. Oh yeah. Hey, hey, man! You got to do a summer anthem, right? I mean, especially you got to make sure that you're one of those bands on those summer playlists. Right, right. (laughs) So, um, with you guys, uh, how long has Skyward Story been the band Skyward Story? Obviously, I I know it hasn't been super, super long, but how long you guys been uh, making music under this this title? In like two years, almost, almost Uh, two years. In a couple of months, about two years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. And, um, like with, uh, I guess, Aaron, do you have a background prior to being in this band as well as being in other Um, bands or I wasn't in any other, any other bands. I'd always just been like, I'd always just liked singing. Um, I never really took lessons, but when I was in high school, I joined theater. Okay. And when I was in theater, I kind of like took my singing more seriously and I started like learning techniques and stuff off like YouTube videos and whatever the vocal teacher there would would like be like chest up and all that stuff um but that's kind of where my background is is in like musical theater and stuff like that oh that's awesome so yeah. so did you take that into college or was that just just in high school um i tried and then i didn't like college enough to continue. <laughs> uh, well, and then I joined the band and then I was kind of like, wow, now I really, really don't college. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it's always there, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So Brandon, what about you, man? Like prior to, uh, to 3 PM, um, how, what was like, were you in other bands like in high school and stuff or was it? Well, <laughs> I was in the jazz band. <laughs> oh, okay. And I, I messed around with my friends, but my first, like, I, I guess I, I caught actually being out in the scene was with 3PM. Oh, okay. So how did, I guess, when you guys um, first started wanting to, I guess, be in band, like in an actual band, how did that come about to, uh, to just start pr- making music? Because it's, it's kind of a leap from, from theater it, it, and yeah. from jazz band to being in like a, Hey, I don't really want, like, I really don't mind living in a van traveling <laughs> right. around, traveling around the U S that's pretty big, pretty big jump. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> let, me, let me see if I can even answer that. So, um, <laughs> it, it started around with me and Scott and one of our, our other best friends just jammed together. We were just playing for the sake of having fun. And then I guess me and Scott thought it was, a lot of fun <laughs> and we're like we want to do this forever and, <laughs> and I, I you know what the truth is even after the, the first couple years of being 3 p.m and growing in the scene it was still all just kind of fun and yeah. i'll tell you I, re- I remember the exact moment when it became you know now that i'm thinking about it, i remember the exact moment when it became you know no, no this is actually for real this is actually what i really want to do yeah as a, as a business and it was when we we actually got called out to California through some kind of meeting with like this label. This is a long time ago, and yeah, I'm not even gonna say any names, but like we went out there and we get they wind and dined us, did this whole <laughs> really, and did the whole the whole sales started, pitch, the whole sales pitch, and at the end of the day, they were willing to put up a lot of money if we matched it, and we just couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah but so we we were all heartbroken i remember sorry if scott gets mad but like he broke down and cried out on this trip like it was 
extremely stressful, extremely like, I don't know, when you think you're about to be handed the world, you know, like, yeah, it, 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 whatever. And so we had the like, moment where we were all kind of crying. We were all like, oh my God, you can't do this. What's going to happen? And we were like, and it was then we kind of were like, you know, th- this is, this isn't going to work out, but this as, as a whole is going to work out. And we're this is what we want to do, you know? Yeah. It was, yeah, I really remember that pretty clearly. Yeah, it was this realization that, okay, well, 3 p.m. is not going to be this thing, but us as musicians is a thing now. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. And that's yeah. when that's when you were like, we need someone who who takes it as seriously as we're going to take it. Is that? Yeah, and we even, like, 3 p.m. was together for, I think, even maybe two more years after that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but, but, but yes, and that's when it was, and <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah. You know, and we, we never did mind sleeping in a car. We never did mind, like, all that crap. We used to do it <laughs> when we weren't on our own tours. We, like we said, we'd follow another tour just to promote, and we'd still do it then. We'd take our Corolla. Yeah. Sleep in, in Walmart parking lots. <laughs> yeah, it just, it's just, it takes a, it takes, um, like, a, a certain amount of dedication that most people probably wouldn't have, um, to make it work. And so that's why I was curious to how, how you guys made that transition to being like, this is it, this is what we're going to do. And I think it's, yeah. I think it's amazing. I think it's so cool <laughs> to see like that motivation start to pay off. And like, you know, you guys are now able to release a full, a full record and you're starting to be able to produce more music and get more and more and more out there. It just, it shows that the dedication is starting to pay off. Right. Well, thank you. Yes, we like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always nice to at least, you know, think that it's paying off. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it is. I think it's I think um, obviously, you know, I, I found you guys through one of the biggest, I guess, um, music in, in, in terms of this industry, the alternative music industry, like one of the biggest promoters or kind of uh label names for for music which is alternative press and so you guys are starting to make some waves and starting to to catch people's attention which you deserve because i think the music is really good thank you (laughs) i appreciate that (laughs) so what um i guess uh, on that same that same kind of wavelength what keeps you guys motivated going forward because you know making that transition saying all right we're going to make this happen there's going to be a lot of ups and downs through the process, but what keeps you guys excited and moving forward? Uh, I think that I just want to write music, man. I think that's different for all of us. Yeah. I, I, uh, I just want to write music and write some, some freaking bops. (laughs) Like I I just, I don't know. I just want to, I want to just get in there and make some songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) And what I like, I don't know. It just tickles my brain. Heck yeah. So what is it about like the songwriting process that that makes you so pumped about it? Uh, just seeing your ideas right in front of you, like being flushed out and worked on. I don't know. Like That's, that's cool. kind of the thing. I don't know. It's kind of the thing for me. It's like when my idea is written out and it's actually being like, you know, flushed out into a real thing. It's, it's like my child. Yeah. Like my brain, my brain child. Dude, that's cool. I, I think that's amazing because I, I can I can relate to that in a sense when it comes to like um, illustrations. Like I have this idea in my mind, I create an illustration, and then it like I'm like, wow, this is 
pretty much what I was expecting it, like, hoping it to be. Yeah. And so, so I mean, for you, when with that, with that passion for writing those songs and like getting those ideas out there, what's like the most rewarding thing for you when it comes to to putting those songs out there? Putting those songs out. I mean, I guess when when other people like it too. Just to I mean, like. I don't know. I, I, cause yeah, as, as when you write your own songs, you want other people to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you know? so. <laughs> now, now, now some artists just write music that they don't want people to like, you know, that's cool too. But me personally, like if I'm writing a song, my ideal situation is I write it and I like it. And I hope that the person that listens to it likes it also. Yeah. And I mean, when it, when it comes to them liking it, have you, have you had people like, um, like fans who who shared stories or anything about songs that you've written that have like really just solidified. Wow. This is exactly why I do what I do. Yeah. We've had, we've had fans Dude, that I, uh, like to mess or that have messaged us before mm-hmm. saying like sweet things like, Oh, like, like smile, for example, like got me through the day or something. And it's like, it's, it's nice to hear stuff like that. Cause you're like, Oh wow. Like this really yeah, I remember this our, means something to someone story. like, Oh gosh, did you see, Actually, at a, at a show on our last tour, this one girl was like literally crying as we were playing Autumn because it like it just touched her that much, and I was like, "Wow, like, wow, that's so cool." <laughs> <All right then. laughs> like, what is it that that makes you most excited when you're at a concert, playing a concert? I guess not just like, attending one. <laughs> uh, when there's people singing our songs back to us, Oof. Oof, that's a good one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big thing because that doesn't happen every. That doesn't happen very often. So, um, is there time? Like, do you guys? I guess uh, with the way you have your songs, I feel like there's there's opportunity for you to to kind of um, allow the crowd to sing or whatever. Do you guys have times where you just like you teach the words to the crowd and then have them sing yeah. it back? Yeah, every now and then. Okay, I just sometimes I, I just get in the zone and I forget, and I'm just like. You know. <laughs> oh no, totally. Well, there's sometimes there's... I just forget, but yeah, I like, <laughs> like when the crowd sings. And then there's sometimes I'm afraid because there's always that awkward moment where you're like, "I'll sing it," no one sings it, and you're like, "Oh, well, never <laughs> mind." <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes I think about that too. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want to you don't want to be stuck in that weird position. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't really care. You know, I when I'm in a crowd, when I watch shows, I'm so focused on watching the artists playing. Because I'm always like, what can I do better when I'm playing? Or yeah. what are you guys doing that I'm not doing? Like, I cannot like go to shows and just like mosh and like bump up against people. I and, watch you know, I, I, I'm so focused. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> so so like, what is it that that you like? What what concert is it that you went to that you were like, I need to start doing that? Um, I remember a long time ago, I went to a... um. I don't think there was ever really one single thing. My, I used to watch live videos of some of my favorite bands playing shows, and I would just be like, "Oh man, I want to do that." Yeah, like I just wanted, like I've kind of just always wanted to do it. I never really had a, I don't, I can't ever, I actually can't even remember a time when I didn't want to like play music on stage in some way. And that's where that's where. uh just correct. I think this is. I think I'm trying to make sure that I have the voices correct. This is Aaron, so th- that's where theater came in, right? Yeah, yeah. And okay. So when I joined theater, I don't know. I've always just felt comfortable on stage, 
and it may be like it may be conceited who cares but like i don't know i just like having all the attention and stuff and i don't know it's just a it's just a feeling you know yeah i wouldn't say it's conceited i just think it's it's one of your strengths that that some people don't have because there there are a lot of people who may be really talented when they're singing elsewhere but on a stage oh, right, they can't right. do it and so i think it's like, i think uh, it's something that's cool, cool that you're able to do i think that's awesome thank you i appreciate it i believe the singer of tool actually hides in the back of the crowd or the back of the stage a lot while playing shows because he doesn't like being in the spotlight really so yeah, he's weird he's the guy who does a perfect circle as well so what's his name i can't think of his name but that's that's interesting because he he does so much music he produces yeah. so much and uh, he's, he's used to being on stage at this point yeah but, you know like <laughs> to each their own I mean whatever <laughs> that's cool like yeah I didn't realize that's that's interesting to me I think that's really cool because it it shows that he obviously has the passion but you know he's still not comfortable yeah. in his own skin at times I think that's I yeah. think that's cool <laughs> let the man be. A- yeah. Thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when you guys uh, like are out touring and stuff, um, how how long are your tours that you you typically are, are running? They've been like an average of two weeks. OK, so it's a pretty, pretty reasonable amount of time, aside from when you're following uh, 21 pilots around the country. Yeah, yeah they don't happen as much these days. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time maybe next time hey man well, now we got like jobs and stuff too so it's a lot yeah. harder to, like take two months off <laughs> yeah seriously it's it's uh, it's pretty rough i i interviewed one of my one of my friends from when i was like a kid he and i were friends and then haven't seen each other for like 10 or 15 years and randomly connected again but uh but he's like yeah man i mean i'd use all my pto and go on these short tours go back to work work as hard as i can take all my PTO. And I'm like, man, that's yeah. some dedication right there. Yeah. And they just keep going until something clicks. That's, that's amazing. So what do you guys do? That's like, what, what do you guys do for work? That's not music or is it with music? I guess. <laughs> um, so Scott is, he works at guitar center and that's actually how we're allowed. Uh, we get a lot of our equipment because of the employee discount. Heck Thank yeah. That's know. awesome. I hear it's pretty good there. It is, yeah. It's all dependent on what the item is and stuff. But you know. oh, okay. Um, then uh, Brandon and I both cater, like for catering departments. Same company or different companies? Different company. It used to be okay. same company. Oh, okay. I branched off. <laughs> <laughs> I lost like, my car, so I had to move into a place that was closer. Oh, gotcha. I think it's I think it's really cool that when I when I hear people who who work full time who are literally doing the you know doing music as a as their passion. I just think it's so cool because it shows that it means more to you than, than all the other things you could be doing with your free time. Right. And it just, it shows when the music comes across. Cause then there's that, there's that energy and that passion behind it. And, uh, and like I said, it shows in the music that you guys create. So I think that's awesome. Thank you. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the album that's, that's dropping. Um, you said you've got six of the songs are already, already out and about in the, uh, yeah. in the, the universe here. So, uh, let's talk about the ones that, uh, that have been released. Maybe like, um, obviously I know two of them, which would be the, uh, trading secrets and autumn. What are the other is new beginnings? One of the ones as well, new beginnings, Hey, smile and breakaway. Okay. 
are you also going to include the acoustic version of Hey on there as well? No, oh, okay. it's not on. Okay. That was just a little something, something we did for the people. Cool, man. Yeah. And that's why I was saying like all of those ones show up as singles and then there's like an album that shows up, but it's just literally trading secrets in autumn. And they're like track, I think it was three and 10 or something like that. But um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that is like, <laughs> <laughs> but it just doesn't show the rest of the album. That's why I was confused. So, uh, so tell, tell me the, the story. Like I honestly, I think my favorite out of all the songs is trading secrets. I think it's a really catchy, really good song. Um, so well, thank you. tell, tell me like the story or kind of like the, the origin of, of trading secrets. Well, trading secrets. I remember this because it started with the, the chorus line is any night without you is like a year without the summer. Yeah. And that's the catchy that. song, right? That's the catchy no, part like, of the song. Yeah. I was like, guys, here's a line. <laughs> and so we were like, you know, where can we take that? And it kind of, you know, I don't know if you ever wrote any lyrics, but a lot of times the lyrics evolve themselves. You, you can't yeah. really be like, are, it's going to be this because then you kind of pigeonhole yourself into finding these words and they're never going to be good because they're, I don't know, you have no freedom. Yeah. So it just, it just does its own thing. So we took that and grew it from there. And what the song is about is like that first, what was it? The first three months, whatever they call the honeymoon period. After yeah. Everybody, yeah. It's about, it's about that. And so, uh, you know, along with, so in this particular case, which isn't always the case for us, but the lyrics came first. And so we then, Scott took the lead and we kind of crafted music that felt like that. I mean, listen to the song, it's pretty like upbeat and smiley. And yeah, yeah. I like that. That's my favorite song on the record. So I'm happy you said that. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my personal like- favorite of all the songs that you've released. I, I mean, all of them are good, but that one's my favorite. So <laughs> like, the, like the way the chorus um, bops is it. Personally, it reminds me of Teenage Dirtbag, actually. Yeah. Like, I, I love that song. You know, yeah. it's got the band that, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny. I'll have to listen to it again and, and try and yeah. catch that. <laughs> I just, so it's just, this, the music reflects that same tone of the lyrics. And I, I love that song to death. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So what about like, what's the song that um, as a band, like, kind of has the best has had the best reception from all of your fans probably smile I, i'd say smile at this point but it's a little early i think trading secrets might pull ahead if i'm lucky <laughs> <laughs> but but to date it's been smile um and we had a really cool campaign around that song which might have helped with that because i mean the song in and of itself is very like all right let's be happy people <laughs> yeah so, and a lot of people can um, rally behind that so so what? So th- is that kind of like the the premise of the whole song? You're just trying to think of okay, let me write a song that that literally just is is here to cheer people up. Is that kind of what the premise was when you first wrote it? Yeah, it's all. It's really the premise of this era of Skyward Story as a whole. Really, okay. <laughs> Remember, Aaron was saying to me like, you know, we're kind of wanna yeah. Write you just want to you want music people, people can, can bop to. <laughs> yeah, and so really, it kind of felt like the theme song of the album. Whether okay. or not it's the best song in the album, nobody, you know, it's a matter of opinion. Oh, of but course, yeah. It was definitely the the anthem of the album. And so Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What's the the reason behind the name Reborn? Is it just because, hey, this is our first album as Skyward Story and this is our, our new story, or is that what's like the the reason for the, the album title? Well it's definitely that. How how Aaron, you know, sacrificed so much to come up here and how we lost our previous singer, changed the band name, 
I mean, truly, this record has been through a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of hands and a lot of writing, and it it really does feel like like a new era for us as people. That's awesome. Obviously, the beginning for this band. So, yeah, that's that's where that comes from. <laughs> we, we have been we've been born again. <laughs> that's that's fantastic that that makes sense that's why i was curious i just obviously i honestly i didn't know prior to to talking to you whether that would be the reason but now it makes sense but uh <laughs> um with uh with like releasing an album at the the beginning of the year was that was that kind of planned where you were like let's let's get it out at the beginning of the year or was it kind of just that's when everything fell into place for the music to be released as poetic as that is it was an accident um <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, this album has been through a lot and really it's, it's been pushed back a lot. Um, okay. We've had this in our hands for for far too long now. <laughs> that happens and a lot. It does. And I like, like we're definitely trying to get music out pretty quickly after this because of that. We don't want to make that same mistake again. Yeah. However, we obviously are in love with what we what we created here enough to hold on to it for so long trying to make the right moves, you know? Yeah. Um. And we were just really excited to finally have it out. Yeah, I, I can imagine. It's how long has it been that you've been, I guess, you, you've <laughs> probably you probably worked on it for a long time and now you've been kind of twiddling your thumbs with it for a while. Is that? Since, yeah, since Aaron, since Aaron joined the band. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Uh, we're talking like two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, that's why we're ready to release new music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we have evolved since then. Cause to you guys, it's this is old music now. It's not even new. <laughs> like, you know, it's actually, you're right. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's like to the world, everyone hearing it is like, oh, this new band, this new record. But to us, it it, it feels like we've had this for so long because we have. Yeah. Just, no one's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> what What are the feelings on that? Because like I've I've talked to quite a few bands that have gone through a similar thing. And I feel like the feelings are mixed when it comes to that. Some of them feel like, man, I just, I'm kind of done with my own songs. I've already been <laughs> playing them for so long. I've been listening to them so, for so long. I don't know how people are going to take them anymore. Or some say, are like, I'm really, stoked. <laughs> it's definitely mixed. We're obviously, we're extremely excited to get it out because we were extremely excited to, to keep things rolling as they yeah. have been. So and like, there's that excitement about it, but there's also like the, the angst, ang- not ang- I guess, slightly anxiety just kind of like all right let's like snap snap let's, let's, keep, let's keep going What's next? Yeah. i'm ready to roll i'm ready to roll on some new stuff so how many songs do you guys have that are written and ready to to record after this is released big big fat zero. Oh, okay uh, written, written in terms of done zero done, right. we have a lot in of, process we have a yes. lot of in process oh, okay melodies and lyrics and stuff going on but we've been putting a all of our efforts into pushing this album to make, you know, because really the, yeah. the better this one does, the better the next one. How do I say that? Um, that was right. The, the no, better, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The more successful this one is, the better launching pad we have for the next. So, yeah, especially when you start, you know, if you release more and more singles after this one, after this album, people now have a lot of music. Cause that's something that I, I, um, and I feel like it's a it's a constant battle for musicians. It's like, do we put out an EP? Do we put out a single or do we put out an album? And, uh, you know, how how do I know I'm releasing enough music? How do I know when I'm releasing too much music at, at a given time? And uh, like, how are you guys? How do you guys kind of feel about that? That whole well, entire us, balance? 
at this early stage, I think it's really, really important that like, you know, someone might find us, stumble upon us on alt press, like you did, for example. And it's important to have not only a flashy front to bring people in, but some depth and content behind you. People can sink their teeth into. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for a long time, we actually did a bunch of YouTube videos and they're still up on our channel. Various challenges, covers, funny crap, just to, we want there to be substance if people choose to dig deeper. Yeah. You know? So are you guys planning on going back and doing more of those, the videos? Cause obviously there's that's, it's honestly a whole different market, but is there, is. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys plan on doing more of that? Are you kind of shying away from that? Well, we definitely want to upload more videos, but I think, I think we want to release more music based content yeah. not so much covers technically but just more more stuff that shows that hey we're a band still like we're not yeah we're not just you know guys who have or in a youtube channel who are also in a band like it's our band yeah we kind of just want that to be like i would i would say we haven't really like talked too much about what we want the future of our youtube channel to be but uh I think we definitely want it to be more focused on our band. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's, that's something that's, um, that's super interesting to me in terms of, of that. It really is just different markets of, of like fans because, um, I, I just spaced the names, uh, Patty, uh, from as it is. And then, um, mm-hmm. from, uh, story untold, I can't think of his, his name, but, uh, but the, like, they were both, you know, they were doing YouTube covers and they have a hard time kind of, uh, I mean, obviously as it is, they, they went kind of a long ways different on their new album, great depression to kind of like separate themselves because people are still looking at, at the lead singers as like, Oh, this is their, this is their, their supporting band. It's like, no, no, this is the band that we're in. And so it's like, there's that separation. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's important for you guys too to to make sure that there is that distinction. No, Skyward Story is is the band. We may cover songs every once in a while, but no, this is us. Yeah, exactly. And so, I guess, um, are you guys? Do you guys have some like music videos planned, or what are you? What are your plans to kind of uh, keep that rolling while maintaining that that mentality? Just writing and releasing <laughs> music. We don't have anything uh, planned as far as videos. Uh, we did the video for Trading Secrets, and that was kind of just like the video. That's yeah. kind of really going to be the thing that kind of caps off the album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon as the album's released, we're just going to be focused on writing new stuff. Hopefully, we'll have some new singles out by uh, the summer and stuff. That's super rad. So how how long does it take you guys to kind of polish up a song? Obviously, you've got quite a few in the mix. You said ready to roll, but I mean, truly. It can be done in a day. We just have to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you guys, it's just a matter of finding the time. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to be good. The thing is, when we, so this album coming out, Reborn, is 10 songs, and we probably wrote like over 30, and the best 10 made it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So while we can pause the song off in a day, that means we need, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks of many days, and from those, <laughs> all those songs will take the best ones, and those are the ones we go with. Yeah. Not every song you write is going to be good. And that's just how it is. Yeah, for sure. 
And do you guys kind of splice? No. Or it could be. Or it could be. So do you guys kind of splice songs together if like you, I mean, for example, like, you know, you guys are just like, we really like the lyric, you know, this specific lyric. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you guys just splice things together from uh, from various songs that you've planned on writing or whatever. Definitely. It's funny. The song it's not out yet. There's a song called Riptide coming out on the record. And that those that the exact set of lyrics went through three different songs. I was like, this song is not. (laughs) I said, this one is not good enough for these lyrics. That's awesome, though. Like, this one is not good enough for these lyrics. <laughs> and then we landed on what it is now. That's cool. Now I'm excited to hear that one because it sounds like it's uh, it's got some uh, some big shoes to fill. <laughs> well, I guess it, it got filled because <laughs> it got filled. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, just as as kind of like a, a close close out here. Um, I guess for me, I'm just, I'm curious to know how you guys, first off, how you balance things. Cause you've got this ambition and this excitement for going forward. You've obviously got an album that you're releasing. So there's going to be that balance and then obviously your work. So how are you guys kind of balancing everything as a whole? <laughs> I mean, honestly, sleep less. <laughs> I just, I don't really think about it. I just do it, you know? I I get home from work, and then I sit down and think about the band stuff I got to do, and then <clears throat> either do it you get or... Cracking. Yeah. <laughs> you, get, you just kind of... You don't We're let yourself kinda, think about it then, huh? Well, I mean... I just I just work a little differently in my brain. I just kind of <laughs> go, you know? Like, if there's something that has to be done, you just do it and move on what what needs to be done next you just kind of go and move on then what time is it oh i don't know <laughs> like 10 then i'm like ah maybe go to bed <laughs> man there are there are a lot of people who would kill to have that same that same work in their mind <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be more efficient if i had everything you know like written out in calendars and stuff but i don't know but then it might not allow for the the spontaneity that's necessary to be creative right yeah, put it that way. <laughs> that'll, just... be my, that'll be my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So as we as we close, I just have a few a few kind of just like quick questions that are, are just more random, um, but uh, they're just kind of fun ones. So um, just answer how whatever you comes to your mind first. So what is for you guys? What are your favorite non musical hobbies? Well, Jim, yeah, for me, lifting. <laughs> oh, for real. Oh yeah. Awesome. I also enjoy a quick gym visit, but um uh you said outside of music? Yeah. yeah. Um video games. Yeah, definitely. for sure. Awesome. What games? Um you've been playing Red Dead. I've been, I was playing Red Dead 2. I got the new Smash. Oh, nice. Both <laughs> of those games are fantastic. Red Dead 2 was just like so well made. I I I told myself as the true gamer that I am at heart, I I have to play it. <laughs> Everything I've wanted in a game up to this point in my life. Yeah, dude. I uh, I've lately been playing Spider Man, which is phenomenal as well. So <laughs> I heard that. I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good one. So what uh um what is your most anticipated aside from your own album of 2019? Oh, <laughs> 2019 albums. Um, Do we, oh, what's coming out? I don't. I'm actually not sure who's. Well, yeah, who's putting on new music? 
Uh, See, the thing is, is I don't do people know when people are putting out new music anymore because like <laughs> I do because I follow this stuff closely. <laughs> surprise releasing is like the new thing. The new thing. Um, yeah, they usually give a few months advance, not too much. Huh? You're, you're, you're right. Um, I'm thinking that if Bruno Mars comes out with something this is he year, do? Is he do I think he's due for a record. Yeah, it's been a year and a half, right? I think, he, yeah, I think 24 Karat came out in uh, January of like 2017 or something. Yeah, so almost two years then. Yeah, there you Ooh. go. Well, the way Bruno Mars works, he probably won't come out with an album until the year after. <laughs> but, uh, I actually don't know. I don't. I don't have an album off the top of my head that I'm like super. Super you know, I really like. I'll say this. Do you know uh, the band Camino? Camino. Their the, the band name is, is quote the band Camino. That's the band. Oh name. no, I haven't. <laughs> Dude, they're they, they're really good. Okay. And I don't know if the album came out this year or what, but I love every song in this album, and I don't know how new it is, but like their their career is just starting, and I really want to see what they do next. Here, let me make a recommendation to you. It's called Fool of Myself, like F O O L of myself fool of myself by uh-huh. the band Camino please go listen to it okay I'm I'm literally <laughs> looking it up right now on my phone so I can listen awesome. to it after we're off the after off the call <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of uh, the Smiths recently oh dude that's that's <laughs> classic right there <laughs> that's classic yeah the, the new Smith record coming out I don't yeah. know not soon enough <laughs> yeah I don't think I don't think we I don't think we can uh, be graced by that but that would be that would be pretty rad Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'd be so pumped. <laughs> That's awesome. So last one is uh what is your most like most anticipated concert of twenty nineteen? Oh, for sure. Are you coming, Aaron? Me and Scott are going to do the nineteen seventy five. Oh dude, that's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're coming through in April here to Utah and I'm like, oh man, that those guys are super, super phenomenal. Can, no. Their new album kills me. <laughs> My heart. <laughs> If I ever see Breaking Benjamin going on tour again, then that'll be mine. Dude, their new album is so good. It's heavy. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I it's. Like it. I I think it was one of the better Breaking Benjamin albums. I I like Dark Before Dawn also. Oh, dude, I love that one. Like, I liked it. I think Dear Agony is the best. Oh, for sure. Um, but Dark Before Dawn was a good comeback album after not putting anything out for five or six years. Yeah, it was a great like. Holy crap, these guys are still. Breaking they're Benjamin, back. yeah, they're back. These guys, these guys know what's up. It's like it's like when Clint Eastwood makes a movie, like made a movie after years <laughs> yeah, and years, yeah. right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's still he's still a bad a. <laughs> it's like, it's like when Gran Torino came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, Clint Eastwood." Yeah, that was dark. That was dark before dawn. Yeah, exactly. And it's and it it was definitely worth it. That's funny <laughs> that that Breaking Benjamin is like from the the style of music you play to like oh, yeah. what you what you'd be most excited about. That's kind of funny that that the difference because obviously you know you don't have to play the music that you always listen to but i just thought that's it's kind of uninteresting i always say that um like for my generation of age like the sat the sadder kids grew up on pop punk and (laughs) and the angrier kids grew up on new metal and that that, (laughs) that was me (laughs) yeah yeah i can the, the angry angsty kids i was listening to like breaking benjamin disturbed Avenge Seven, Avenge Sevenfold, still like my second favorite band. Dude, they're great too. Yeah, just like all that stuff, and then like I, I never had like, uh, I never had like a pop punk background. So like when I joined Three PM, like originally before it was Skyward Story, like 
I was like, I got to start listening to pop punk, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And pop punk is such like a, a broad genre, at least. But it there's is, especially these days. These yeah. days, it's like, it's all, it's all, I don't even, what's the progressive rock? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, it's there's so many. Well, there's like, like there's pop. There's, there's the, the bands that are far more pop, which is yeah. kind of where, where, you know, Skyward Story leans is, you know, where, where kind of the there's a poppier side of it. And then there's like then like a band that I just barely interviewed abandoned by bears, which is like pop punk with breakdowns. Right. So it's easy core. It's like it's not oh, hardcore, like but it's easy core. And so it's such a broad genre that it's it's almost yeah. impossible to uh, to kind of narrow it into uh, a single style anymore. <laughs> like, I know nothing about you. I don't know what that means. Like, what? are you 2018 pop punk or are you 2001 pop punk? <laughs> that's a different world. 2001 pop punk, man. That's it's so different. <laughs> that's that's a magical era for me. Like that's me too, yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's uh, that's pretty that's that's the good times. Like freaking. Oh, my gosh, man. Saves the day was probably one of the <laughs> best bands ever in my mind and still is. <laughs> anyway, guys. You guys are champs. I'm super pumped for uh, for what you guys have going on. I think it's going to be a, a super big year for you. And uh, I would love to to catch up again, you know, maybe six months down the road when you're releasing your your summer uh, summer True. anthem. That's the word I was looking for. The summer anthem that you guys are going to write. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> well, anything I, I know you guys just have a bunch of new merch that is is has it dropped already? Is it available already? So the merch, <laughs> it's so it's under our pre-order, like for the new album. Oh, okay. Pre-order merch bundles, and basically, if you go to our website and order a pre-order bundle, we have four different ones, and they're all priced differently depending on how much is in the bundle. So, like our most expensive bundle, you get a baseball tee, a hoodie, a, some stickers, handwritten lyrics, pop sockets, a pillowcase. Uh, all kinds of goodies. All kinds of goodies. As uh, long as you guys' faces are on the pillowcase, though, you know. Oh, it's, it's, actually, <laughs> it's, our, it's our logo. Oh man, trees around it. It's kind of cool. Oh, these little <laughs> these little cool. teenage girls though, they're gonna be so sad. Yeah, I know, but you know, we, we had to go and do it to them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they all come with pre-orders of the album, and we've been pushing those a lot because that's like you know how Billboard charting is regulated or whatever so yeah what pre-orders the better so if you're listening to this podcast get it. if you're listening to this then the album just came out and go get it oh yeah <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah so it literally drops on the day of this recording so or not on recording on the day of this airing of whatever you'd call it i guess and uh for you like in terms of of showing support um i know spotify followers are huge right um are like if people like save the album on Spotify or on Apple Music, does that does that help a lot too? Like obviously listening to it's gonna be good, but like saving it, does that are those like parts oh, of yeah. algorithms and things? Yeah, definitely, definitely helps. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna make sure that uh, that I include the link to you guys' merch site so that way people can can get their pillowcase and get their pop socket. And I still haven't gotten on that craze yet. I probably should. I hear it's pretty amazing yeah. to have a pop socket on the back of my phone, but <laughs> well guys i uh like i said i'm excited for you and i'm i'm excited to hear the rest of the album because i 
didn't realize, but I've heard 60% of it so far, so far. So 40% is, is, uh, is definitely, you know, good enough for me still. I'm still excited. So <laughs> well, we're glad. <laughs> All right, guys, you guys have a great night and it was a pleasure getting to know you. Thank you. You too. All right.